Friends, it's time to work for Christ everywhere. Good morning, Christian America. That's what we want to encourage you to do today. Work for Christ wherever you are, wherever you're going, wherever you're going to be, every minute of every day. Whether you're at home, whether you're at work, whether you're at school, whether you're at the grocery store, the clothing store, whether you're talking to friends, whether you're talking to strangers, you should be working for Christ every waking minute of the day. And let's get into how we do that, why we should do that. Are we obligated to do that? Let's discuss some of these things as we get ready for the weekend. Good morning, Christian America. All right. Hey, good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort where we seek to revitalize the Christian faith across this nation. We do that in a variety of ways. We do that through uh, inspiration, information, and education on the things that matter, on what Jesus speaks about, on the example that he gives, that he provides us, friends. And today, we're going to keep it short because you have things to do. We all have things to do. But it's important that we reflect each and every single day on the Word of God, that we turn our attention, at least at some point, to Him, acknowledge Him, um, understand that it is through only through His grace, only through His goodness, only through His mercy that, that we have life, that we have this earth, that we have our families, that we have each other, that we have the opportunity to better ourselves. It's only through His Word that we have an insight into what, what awaits us. What awaits us in that everlasting life. What awaits us in eternity. What awaits us when the struggle of life is concluded. Friends, we have an obligation. I'm going to come to you today and tell you that you have an obligation. You have a responsibility. If you are an adult in this nation, if you have been gifted the same gift that I've been gifted, the same gift that your brothers and your sisters, that each of us in our community have been gifted, the gift of life, the gift of life in America, the gift of life in America in 2021, with the technology that we have, with the opportunity that we have, with the knowledge that we have, with the revelation of God in Scripture that we have. Friends, if you've been blessed like I've been blessed, we have a responsibility. That responsibility is to make believers, to make disciples of nations, to make disciples of the entire world, that's a tall order. That's a tall order. I freely admit that. That's a tall order. But luckily for you, luckily for me, 
it's not on our shoulders. The responsibility of the world is not on our shoulders. But the responsibility in your household is on your shoulders. That, friends, is your responsibility. When you look across the dinner table at night and you see your spouse, if you look to your left and you look to your right and you see your children, if you have them, they are your responsibility. You are responsible for those lives. If you look across the dinner table and you see your mother or your father, if you look to your left and to your right and you see your brother or your sister, you have a responsibility to that family. You have the responsibility to make believers of them, to encourage them to go to church, to encourage them and inspire them and to motivate them to pick up this book, to pick up scripture, to put it in their hands, to put it in their heads. And God, friends, if you do that, will put it in their hearts. We have a responsibility to our neighbors and to our friends. I don't understand. I, I do not understand how you can call someone a friend and not speak to them about the goodness of God. I do not understand how you can say you have a friend and not speak to them on the truth of Jesus Christ. I do not understand how you can have someone that you say that you care about, that you enjoy their time, that you want to see the best for them, and not mention the way to eternal life. Think about that for a minute. Oh, Eddie, they're my boys. Oh, these are my girls. We hang out. We do brunch. We do mimosas. We hang out and drink beer and barbecue. If you're not bringing up scripture, if you're not mentioning the word of God, if you're not helping them better themselves, eternally, we're quick to help each other make some money. We're quick to help each other go out, pay for them to go to the ball game. Oh, don't worry about, you know, don't worry about the, this round. I got this. It's on me. We're quick to do that. How come we're not as quick to bring eternal life to our family and to our friends, those who we say care about? If they were really your boys, if they were really your girls, BFFs and whatnot, you would be talking to them about Jesus Christ. You would be talking to them about how to live a decent life. So hopefully they can get out of the mess that they're in and get put on the road to everlasting life. To help them get out of their nonsense and put them on a path to eternal success. And eternal success is way more important than earthly success. You would be helping them get out 
of falling into those earthly temptations, those temptations of the flesh. Lusting after the opposite sex. Being overly ambitious in your workplace. Gossiping behind people's backs. Friends, we have the responsibility to bring Christ everywhere. Not simply in our churches. Jesus never said to worship in the church. He said, you are the church. You are the body of Christ. You have a responsibility to make disciples of all nations. Are we going to step up to that responsibility or not? When you go to school, you are a Christian first. You're not a student first. When you go to work, you are a Christian first. You are not an employee first. If you own a business, you are a Christian first. You are not a business owner first. Imagine if we lived our lives this way. Imagine if we demanded that from our leaders. That they are Christians first. That they put Christ first. That they put God first. If they loved God with all their heart, mind, their soul, and their strength, as Jesus said, and they loved one another, they loved us as they loved themselves. Imagine what kind of place this would be if all the business owners would do that, if all the corporations would do that, if all the politicians would do that, if all the executive agencies would do that, if all the state and local governments would do that. Imagine what this world could be. It's time for us to start demanding a little bit more from our community. From a community who says that they are Christian. From a community who says they put Christ first. It's time that we demand a little bit more. I'm going to put a little bit more responsibility on you today, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a part of this audience, if you watch these videos, if you subscribe to this YouTube channel or this Rumble channel, if you follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Parler, I'm going to put a little bit of responsibility on you today that you work for Christ everywhere. When you go grocery shopping, you're nice to people and you're working for Christ. When you go clothes shopping, you're nice to everyone and you're working for Christ. You're courteous to the checkout men and women. You're courteous to the customer service men and women. You finish every conversation with have a blessed day. May God bless you because you're working for Christ. Can we do that? Can we step out into the world? Can we get out of our comfort zone? Can we take on the secular society in 2021? Can we stand firm in the full armor of God? Or are we too scared? Because the Jesus that I know tells his followers, be not afraid. Be not afraid 
of the wind and the rain. Be not afraid of the storms. Be not afraid of the world. Can we rise to a small challenge? Can I encourage you today? Can I inspire you today? Can I motivate you today to work for Christ everywhere you go? When you're on the bus, when you're on the train, when you're in traffic. Don't lay on your horn when you're in traffic. Don't cuss out the people in front of you when you're in traffic. Don't flip them the bird when you're in traffic, when somebody honks at you. Be courteous. Turn on some Christian music. Let the word of God penetrate your heart and soul so that you can be a blessing to the world and not a curse. So that you can make believers and disciples of nations rather than have them look at you as a hypocrite. Can we work for Christ and who we support? Can we work for Christ in what companies we support? Can we support Christian organizations? Can we support Christian businesses? Can we support those who support us? Can we work for Christ everywhere? Friends, I want to challenge you today. I want to challenge you to post this video on your social media platform. I, I challenge you to share this video with your friends and your family. I challenge you to let the world know that you put Christ first, that you are a believer in God and you will not be silent for the world. Because as St. James says, if you're a friend of the world, you're an enemy to God. So we need to make up our minds. It's too important. It's too important today. We could have been silent five years ago. We could have been silent 10 years ago. We could have been silent 20 years ago. Guess what? 20 years ago, 10 years ago, everybody, 95% of the people believed that abortion was wrong. 10 years ago, 95% of the people believed that marriage was biblically ordained that was authored by God in Genesis chapter 2, that it was between a man and a woman. Not uh, 10 years ago, there was no such thing as this gender theology that we have going on right now. Ten years ago, we all agreed that we have religious freedom in this nation. All of those things have changed, friends. They've changed not because the enemy has changed. They've changed because Christians have changed. We no longer demand from our leaders that they represent us, that they represent our values, that they put Christ first in their lives, and that they love us as like they love themselves. It's time to change that back. Stand strong. I ask you today to stand strong with me. Stand strong with the Christian American community and demand that they change back. Demand that we change back. 
Can we get our nation back? Can we get our communities back? Can we get our families back? Can we get back to the nuclear family? Can we get back to a mother and a father and and children? Can we get back to common sense schools? Can we get back to a government that works for people? Can we get back to leaders who actually care about the people they're supposed to lead? It's up to you. It's up to us. Let this be the first challenge. Work for Christ everywhere. And do not relent in your faith. Stand strong each and every minute of each and every day. And if you support what we're trying to do here, if you can get behind a message like that, share this video. Share this video on social media. Subscribe to this channel, either YouTube or Rumble or wherever you're listening to this on whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to come back at you again on Monday in the Gospel of Mark. We're going to be, I believe we're still going to be in chapter 10. You're not going to want to miss that. Bring your Bibles. Same time, same place, Monday morning. Good, good morning, Christian America.